We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And here we go. There's a man open left side. Caught. Touchdown. Yes. It's Touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst. All right, time for you to talk about it. Carson Wentz playing his old team. If he does well, if it's self-motivating for him, then that's good for the commanders. Ultimately, he can play well and still not necessarily get the result that you're looking for because of the other side of the football. Let's talk about it now. 301-230-0980 and, of course, streaming live for free. On the Odyssey app, Maddie's in the other room. When he call, when you call in, please say hello to him on this Thursday morning. And looks like we got uh, some cloudy weather and some rain showers as expected. Get ready to move in here. Gonna be uh, chilly to tomorrow morning. Did you see that? I did. Like uh, upper forties, low fifties. I was gonna say upper forties, low fifties. Maybe a little. Uh, it, it for the first time in quite a while, it'll feel like fall. A eh? and oh, go figure. It, it will come just after the turn of fall, right? Because summer is officially over. Yesterday, right? Yeah. 21st. Um, by the way, happy uh, birthday to my nephew, Blake, uh, down in Florida. Not that he's listening, but um, I'm uh, very proud of him. Good young man. He's been through a lot and, uh, you know, um, sent him a little gift card that will be arriving today. So hopefully he'll put it to good use and not waste it on some stupid video game. But that's probably <laughs> where he's going to waste it on. Uh, but anyway... Uh, happy birthday to him, and um, um, yeah, it's going to be, like, I'm thinking tomorrow is going to be perfect. Now, I wear hoodies even when it's warm. Me too, I'm a hoodie right? guy. Right, you're a hoodie guy. I'm, I know I'm you a hoodie are. man. Uh, I'm wearing my Army-Navy quarter zip. Is, it, is that, that's, that's what they a call this, right? A quarter zip. Yes. I'm wearing that today, because it was, you know, mid-60s, I guess, this morning when I went out to the, the old uh, automobile uh, to get here. But tomorrow, like you said, it could be. You know, depending on where you live, how rural and you live in the sticks, right? It's going to be, you know, probably mid to upper 40s, what have you. Uh, But, yeah, it'll feel like football weather. Now, Sunday at FedEx Field, it's going to be like 82 degrees and sunny. So it's going to – the boys are going to almost be gassed a little bit. And if they've got to start chasing around Jalen Hurts like the Lions did in week one, and even though Jalen Hurts had – what, 55 yards rushing or whatever and a couple of rushing touchdowns? Didn't feel like – I maybe I missed it. It didn't feel like the Vikings were chasing around Jalen Hurts as much on Monday night in the first half as the Lions were in week one. Um, 
and, and maybe that's because Jalen was carving them up with his arm, right, mm-hmm. and his accuracy. So what do you do? I, I We want to get back to Carson Wentz, and we're going to take all the calls. Just a quick note, what do you do, and what can you do if Jalen Hurts is picking you apart in the pocket as opposed to doing what – what he does most of the time, which is breaking you down with his leg. Well, what, if he's picking you, you apart, if you look, if he's picking anybody apart in the pocket, game over. Game over. Like it was basically on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, game Despite, over. But, but now, that's may, the one maybe area. the commanders would have a chance that Kirk Cousins and just the Vikings you, didn't have. Just as you are demanding that type of production from Lamar Jackson as part of his game, mm-hmm. a more consistency to that part of the production. If Hertz and Jackson are consistent winners from the pocket, it's over. It's over, Harry, because mm-hmm. now you have to drop people in coverage to prevent them from throwing against you from the pocket. Right. And as soon as you start dropping those people out, what do Jalen and Lamar see? They take Wide open spaces, my well, friend. Well, especially now, but if your defense then starts playing more man, that's especially where an athletic mobile quarterback can really break you down because usually, as we talked about with Kevin and we've talked about this on the show and this week and whatever, your back is more turned to the quarterback, right? Sure. So if you if Jalen is carving them up like a Thanksgiving turkey early Sunday, which pretty good chance of because this team this team for one o'clock game shows up at one like one forty. I mean, how many times have we said that? Well, but in the Jacksonville game, they score the first two series. Though. I, I know, I, I know, I, I know. I'm there's just, I mean, limited. I'm, there's limited except the defense shows up at like 140 for a one o'clock game. Okay, far it too was often. 14 to three. In far that too game. often, they got carved up on the first drive against Jacksonville. They should have given up the Etienne will route right, touchdown. True. They got carved up. They settled. They in, gave though. a field. Sure, but I guess my point being is. You're a mostly zone team, commanders. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans have a major problem with how soft they play, and I understand why. If Jalen Hurts is picking you apart and carving you up, do you say, okay, bleep it, we have no choice but to roll the dice and to be getting much more aggressive, much more up-tempo, Blitz the crap out of them. Take our chances against a really good offensive line. Try and get after them with tempo and dictating to them. But also realize that now you're probably going to be in man coverage, which might be your strength anyway, especially for William Jackson and Benjamin St. Just. Um, But now we're going to be, again, exposing ourselves more. But... Like, if you just sit back and let him pick you apart methodically, basically like the Vikings did on on, on on Monday, you don't have a chance, do you? No. Nobody has a chance against the Eagles if Jalen Hurts is beating them from the pocket. Okay. No one. So you would rather him beat you by escaping your pressure and your dictation of terms to him and them than get beat the way basically Minnesota got beat on Monday night. I mean, look, the, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, 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 they, they can come at you with a sledgehammer with the running game. They can come at you with uh, two excellent wide receivers now on the outside and it, a quarterback that if you, if you give him running lanes can beat you that way as well. The thing about Hertz is Hertz, Hertz is a throw first guy. Mm-hmm. He's not a run first guy. He's a throw first guy. So he he runs if there's a lane that opens up, but he is he is objectively trying to get the ball out 
every time, throwing first well, that's before he tucks it down and runs. Do, right? But I think we've had a couple in the past with some mobility. Uh, we saw it in the preseason. What did Mike Vrabel tell Malik Willis? Yeah. Throw the ball. Yeah, throw the ball. Okay? Same thing happens maybe a time or two, maybe not as high a percentage with Lamar as it did in the past, but it still happens right now. But Jalen right. Hurts' his first look. Jalen's trying to get the ball out. There's no, there's no question about that. How's it that. working with Justin Fields, Trey Lance, all those guys? I mean, look, every every situation is different. I mean, Fields is Fields is being coached by his second coaching staff already. Okay, uh-huh. Lance has got a, a banged up ankle, so he's not going to play the rest of the year. So we're not going to know. I mean, we're, the jury's still out on that. I mean, part, but part, I guess, part of the reason why I throw that in there is because Fields only had what seven completion attempts or seven throws or whatever it was on Sunday night. At Lambeau, mm-hmm. and and Lance obviously got hurt. Now the media is all upset that Kyle's running the ball, and you know what? And asking him, you know, uh, there there was this one reporter. I don't know if you heard. I, I think I sent it to you. Um, you know, that's like you know putting up the all twenty two in the press conference with Kyle. You know, but, I mean, like to your point, I think Jalen Hurts should throw. Like if I had AJ Brown. If I had Devontae Smith and the investment that that team has made in them, if I had uh, Dallas Goddard, if I had that offensive line, if I had Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell out of the backfield, you damn skippy I'm trying to throw the football. There's no reason for him not to throw the football. None. Zero. Now the question is, is whether he's good enough in that area and consistent enough. Like, Monday's first half, is that the new Jalen Hurts, or was that a one-off? No, but that's that, no, that's where they're trying to get him to go. Right, that's where they want him but to go. But can he be that good yes. every week? I, yeah, I mean, it's look, this guy. I don't know if he can be that. Go good. back, at, look. This is what drives me crazy. People go back and look at the freaking tape at Alabama and Oklahoma. All right, this is a guy that can throw the football. It's a guy that brings supreme leadership to the field. This is a guy that brings a good package to to no the doubt. table. I mean, okay. Robert could throw the ball at Baylor they, I, too, and I, and and had no clue. Understand, but Jay, that, but that, but see, I think that's what j- makes Jalen different. I think it's what makes Jalen different. Showed you immediately he could step from one system at Alabama into another system at Oklahoma, and and do the job. Moving to a new offense was not foreign to him. Concepts, offense, not foreign to him. He's a, and he's a great leader on the field. Guys in the locker room play for that guy. And that's that's what is is scary about Hurts because no one works harder than Jalen Hurts. Ask Nick Saban, ask Lincoln Riley, ask Nick Sirianni. No one works harder to be better at his craft in that locker room than Jalen Hurts does. And that's why those guys are playing so hard right now for him in Philadelphia. And if he masters the game from the pocket, and has those other skills that can beat you, kind of like Randall mm-hmm. Cunningham had uh, for Philadelphia. Another guy with a great arm early in his career, ran a lot more, but was able to beat you uh, and and grew as a passer at the NFL level every year in the National Football League. You know, that's that's where Hertz has got a, a, a great skill set that not a lot of guys have, and that's the propensity to read defenses and beat coverages. And then, okay, when things break down, he breaks your back uh, with runs, especially on third and four, third and five, when he gets six, seven, ten, keeps the chains moving. Your defense is sucking air for six minutes out on the field because they can't get them 
off of the field. Before we get to the calls, two things. Remember that Tuesday night weird, wacky, rescheduled game against the Commanders, then the football team uh, last year, and how awful his start to that game was? And Sirianni just chewed him out on the sideline. Just chewed him. I mean, undressed him like you could see it, right? And Jalen Hurts was just sitting there taking it, right? And he said after the game, and oh, by the way, after then he threw for almost 300 yards and they won and and whatever got away from that. He's like, no, I want to be coached really hard. He was like, I grew up the, the son of a football coach, right? And a lot of guys do. I want to be coached really hard. So that impressed me about Hurts. What you just mentioned about going from Alabama to Oklahoma seemingly – you know, with 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 no like hiccup or or no transition, what have you. And, and one last thing, when they picked him in the second round. Now you know I'm I, I was not I I've never been a Carson Wentz guy because I've always thought too injured, uh, too soft, weird, made too many crazy plays. I understand why people are enamored with him. I'm not going to back down just because you people want me to back down. No chance. I thought. The Eagles and Howie Roseman made a brilliant move when they drafted Jalen Hurts in 2020 in the second round. I was championing that, and everyone, told, including people in Philadelphia, people that covered that team, thought I was nuts. I couldn't I, – I was so ha- – now, but I, what I don't know is was it more Jalen Hurts or more anti-Carson Wentz? Probably more anti-Carson Wentz, if I'm being honest with you. Probably more anti-Carson Wentz. But I think Philadelphia thought, hey, you know what? Carson's a little high rent or high risk, whatever, high return, high reward, whatever. But we can't count on him. We can't count on him to be durable and to be consistent. Whereas Jalen Hurts, while he has had some rough patches, right now entering week three of 2022, Pete, it certainly seems, again, his he is big time on the ascent, and he's durable so far for the most part. You know, it's not like he's – so far. It's not like he's breaking down every other week like Carson Wentz was. I mean, look, it, 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 again, as I've told you all along, injury is random. Injury is bad luck uh, in, in a lot of respects. So the, the, how do you keep your guy from getting hurt? You keep him upright. You, you keep people from hitting him. Carson Wentz got hit a lot last week. A lot. So There's ways to counter that, by the well, way. Well, we'll see what happens this week. You hope he doesn't kind of get trigger happy getting the ball, uh, you know, getting rid of the ball almost too soon sometimes uh, this week after uh, Detroit had their way with Washington's offensive line last week. 301-230-0980, that's how you get to us. We go to the phones. We know we're going to have at least one guy, Chris, listening for about the next six weeks while he's recuperating. Good to hear our guy, Willis, doing well. What's up, Willis? Willis. Hey, Pete, Chris. How you doing, guys? How are you feeling, pal? Doing uh, nice. I'm doing. Whoop. And he got the 15 He, he just got mark. 15 <laughs> All right, Willis, Willis call, call back. back. Our phone system is just a disaster. Just, just, a, just a disaster. A debacle. Let's get little. What's up, little? Hey, top of, top of the morning, gentlemen, Pete, Chris. What up, Little? I mean, man, look, man, I'm going to tell you now, man, I'm I'm getting ready to get myself to go to work this this, this today, fellas. I'm a processor, GSA, man. I've been down there 27 years. But look, we got about four or five. I'm going to call them out this morning, too. Miss Glover, Philadelphia. She's from Philly, but she's living here in D.C. 
been a Philadelphia Eagles fan for years. You know, Miss Glover came to me, tapped me on the shoulder yesterday. Say, man, you know, it may be 40. It may put up 40 points by halftime on y'all. I said, Miss Glover, I sit in section 222, row 17. I'm walking out the stadium if they got 40 points at halftime, man. <laughs> Cause you know what, though? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting to a point now that, man, our defense, man, you know, our coach, um, you know, man, he was a soft playing linebacker himself. If I can not recall, he never, you know, he, he was a cover linebacker. But that's the mentality that he's bringing on to the team. They, man, they relax, man. They soft. Man, we, we ain't got no demeanor, man. I mean, they, they, they don't look, man, they, they don't look adamant at all on defense. They don't, they're not sure what they're doing. And it's kind of like mind-boggling, man. Because it's like the third year, fourth year? Come on now. Man, look, Ms. Glover, I hope you're on the radio. I hope you hear me. But you kind of got me You got me thinking now, Ms. Glover. Hey, look, man, y'all have a great day, man. So, hey, look, I got Maryland a better chance of winning. Then I'm telling you now, watch out for them Terps, man. I'm Let, out, gentlemen. Y'all let's hope so. Here, Thanks, man. Little. Appreciate it. Big, yep. t- big test for them with Michigan coming up. Uh, this week. Willis is back. What's up, man? Sorry, you got hit by our 15-minute clock. If you're on hold for uh, 15 minutes or if you're on the line for 15 minutes, the, the hatchet comes. So, what's up, buddy? No, no I'm, I'm good, guys. Yeah, back where I was saying, yeah, I'm doing really good coming along and so forth. So, But I'm going to be really quick. So You got a lot of people that are calling in. I'm going to just say that um, they have to be aggressive Sunday to have any chance of winning this game. Because I, I'm not confident that their defense is going to be able to stop Philly for 60 minutes and so forth. And I'm going to go ahead and get off of here and say, I want to thank you guys for what you did on the radio yesterday. I really much appreciate it. And as you're well know, no matter where we are in life, I'm always going to always support you no matter where you are. Thanks again, guys. And I'll call again. I'll call in again soon. Thanks for everything. Appreciate Thanks, Willis. Feel better, man. We appreciate our, it. Our guy, Willis, has had some significant surgery. So mm-hmm. uh, keep your hands together for him. Uh, over the next few weeks as he recuperates. We always appreciate uh, his great support. And and I agree with him. I think Washington has to be aggressive. To beat good teams, you got to be aggressive. you right. got to go at them. How do you beat the bully? You go right at him. Because if you're passive against the bully, that's what the bully wants. Yep. You know, the, the bully bullies you if you're passive. you got to go get him. Philadelphia is the bully right now. They're the team that everyone expects uh, to win and, and one of the favorites in the NFC, and you're the upstart. That Washington is the upstart right now. There's no doubt. Uh, they are. Um, they're about a. Again, I keep using this number, and this is based on PFF and whatever. I don't chart every individual play. They're basically, Pete, a seventy-ish percent zone team, right? Thirty-ish percent man, roughly, so far this year, and that was about the numbers last year. I so hope. I so hope they are aggressive and and basically flip the switch on Sunday. And they take their chances that way because you know what? You know what's not working? Everything else. You know what's not you, you know what's not a good plan? Whatever they're doing. Yeah. I, I mean That's honestly fair. like you look at every breakdown of the Lions. I mean I've seen Baldy, I've seen Cooley, I've seen um uh, Dan Orlovsky, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've watched the game. I haven't watched every playback, but you've seen it. We've all seen it. Again, they were carved and stuffed like a freaking Thanksgiving turducken, okay? <laughs> That's what they were in Detroit. Tribute to John Madden. That's what they were. 
Please don't allow that to happen again. Please don't tell me, no, 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 guys, we got this under control. We're doing fine. We know what we're doing. Uh, it's just we're a little thin at the defensive tackle. No, please don't tell me that. I, I, I'm starting to sound like Danny Ruye, which is panicking me <laughs> because Danny is so irrational at times. Pete, but unlike I'm, Danny, you'll actually go to FedEx Field and observe well, what's happening out there. Yes, but 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 he, and I'll be at FedEx Field on Sunday. But what 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 would you expect my my response in the press box to be if they're just sitting back and off in in off zone coverage or off coverage and letting Jalen Hurts again boom boom bullseye you know throw throw bing bang boom or if they're Again, missing tackles or over pursuing plays, or if William Jackson the third is is playing like he doesn't give a bleep, uh, which he far too often does, or if Kendall Fuller's over pursuing things, or if they have eight guys in the box and even if they're nine in the in, in, on on the on the the, the Eagles side that nobody gets a hand on Miles Sanders, zero people. You know what's working? Whatever. You know what's working, Chris, on the commander's defense? Third down defense. Even though they got gashed for a couple of big plays. That's what's working. You know what's not working? Everything else. Or you could be like the great Bob Gotkin used to say during Bob the updates Gotkin. in the press box. Oh, well, you know, Washington really doesn't have any idea what the hell they're doing out there right now. Well, that's been As they trail the Eagles by a count of 24 to nothing. Let's hope that's not the case coming up on Sunday. How do they prevent that? Wide receivers. They're great. They're great talent. But they're also divas. Couple more examples coming up next. Right here on Touchdown at 10 on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington and, of course, Philadelphia coming up Sunday. Last week, Washington fell victim to a good wide receiver. They're going to face a couple this week. And, of course, Washington had a chance to take a wide receiver in the same draft as Amonra St. Brown, who torched them this week in multiple ways. And he took notice of that. Trust You know, the draft, it is what it is. Um like I think um, I mean even the the commanders they got a guy before me over there I believe his name is Deami Brown 
I don't know how many catches he had. You guys can probably tell me that or how many yards he had, but I don't forget things like that. You know, I see him across the sideline from where I'm standing during the game and every team that I'm going to give every team hell. Okay. Um, what's the, I mean, whatever floats your boat, man, whatever motivates you. And I'm cool. That's cool to call out Diami by, you know, name, probably not real professional in that situation. Uh, can't blame Diami for being drafted. You know, Washington picked him. It, it, it's not like Diami went to Washington uh, and told Amonra, hey, you, you sit back there. I'm going to Washington before you. So I thought that was a little unprofessional, a little bit diva-ish of sure. Amonra St. Brown. But, hey, man, whatever floats your boat, whatever whatever you got to do to motivate yourself every week to go play football, good for you. It crossed the line from – like being motivated that the commanders and every could've other simply team said, picked, Hey, you know, simply said, Hey man, you know, I, I commanders could have chosen me, right. You know, uh, chose, uh, you know, another player. I mean, it's to, not only actually, the commanders to be fair to them. There was right, like, so what, everybody thir- else, there was like 12 or 13 other receivers drafted I, exactly before him. And he's clearly better. And we knew this last year that he was better than, you know, Dwayne Eskridge, for crying out loud, <laughs> uh, who I think was drafted in the second round. But I agree with you. He actually did cross the line by basically chopping down De'Ami Brown at the knees. Yeah, I mean, like, just I un- didn't like that part of it. The more I thought about it, um, and maybe I didn't think about it at first, I thought, man, that's a motivated young man right there, right? He is hell-bent on proving X, Y, and Z wrong. And not just the commanders. I mean, listen. We talked all last week about how terrible of a matchup that was for the Commanders. Somehow, Benjamin St. Juice got like a really good grade on PFF. I didn't think he played as well as they think he played, um, but whatever. He, I mean, he abused. He abused all three of those corners between miscommunication, this, that, and the other. Abused all three of those guys and abused the Commanders' defense as a whole. With the fly sweep, they didn't know he had the ball, taking terrible angles, uh, clearly had the touchdown, the second of two touchdowns against Kendall Fuller, uh, had the first touchdown against William Jackson the third, who stinks. I am I like I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm sure he's being I know he's being used wrong. I am so tired of William Jackson the third right now. Uh, I he's not good. He I mean he's Quite honestly, he like when you plug in the tape and you watch it live, he looks like he's not giving a great effort. He looks like he does not want to be here, and I that's rough. I'm not saying and I why know do that. you take their money? I know that. I, I'm not saying I know that for a fact, but that's how it comes off: the tackling effort, the angles, the pursuit, the non-pursuit, the coverage is awful. And what's worse too, uh, I just found this little ditty. You know, we talk about how much better of a man press corner he was in Cincinnati. That's why they went and got him, so on and so forth. They don't play man all but, again, 30-ish percent of the time. Just small sample size so far, according to PFF. In man coverage this year, three catches, four targets, 69 yards, 23 per reception, 41 yards after the catch, and a touchdown. And I think that – I think that – touchdown was was the first Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown, but I could be wrong on that. I would have to go back and double check that. So, so far, that hasn't been the elixir either. You know, limited. 
limited. And who knows if PFF is actually charting this 100% right. And we all understand the, the, the knock against PFF. They don't always know the assignments and whatever. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here's what I know. Here's what my eyes tell me. You put anybody that's any good against William Jackson III, and it's going to be a bleeping carnival for that guy. That's what I know. And Kendall Fuller hasn't played much better either. I mean, the amazing thing, too, is, and coming out of college, I mean, Williams' Williams 2015 season, when Houston went 13-1, and beat Florida State in the bowl game, and William Jackson had as good a season as you could possibly have. He had five interceptions. He had two touchdowns. Uh, he returned two of those five uh, for touchdowns. So the 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 rubber met the road as it pertained uh, to his talent for whatever reason. And again, I I have an issue where talented people all of a sudden don't talented people all of a sudden don't stop being talented people just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I again, I continue to think that it might be scheme uh, here that because uh, he's not the only guy making mistakes. He's I don't disagree with you that he's not the only guy. He's not a good fit. In what he's not the doing. only guy that when you look at the all 22, you see hesitation. You see guys. You don't see guys flying around like they're confident in mm-hmm. what they're doing. So is that – I mean, we don't know this. Most fans would blame this. Every defensive coach has ever told their right. guys, we need 11 guys running to the football. Right. We need we need people moving out there. There's a lot of flat-footed play, almost as if the concept of what they're being asked to do is almost Unsure. too hard. Too complex. You, too complex. You, you, you've mentioned this a couple of times. I wonder – like, I, again, I was I was listening to Cooley with Kevin on the way in. And Cooley was talking about how this guy's got backside contained. This guy's got, you know, this guy has to watch out for the watch out for the. I, I do wonder, and I don't know how to explain it for the really good defenses. I do wonder if we're asking twenty-five-ish year old men, even though this is their profession, even though they get paid a lot of money. I do wonder if we're if we're asking too much. What what do coaches say though, Chris? Do it our way. If what's the one biggest criticism? Thing, right, biggest that's a criticism is when guys say. freelance on their own. Right, but 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 I guess here here is how I would counter that. All of that sounds great, but what happens when Detroit say hasn't shown a lot of the fly sweep with Amon Ross St. Brown coming from that's, left to that's right. That's a great play. What, what, all right, but what happens? You've got to run after the guy. you got to tackle Okay, it. but what happens when, when, when that happens, right, and it went the way it did, and maybe they, they addressed it, maybe they thought maybe they would run it, maybe they didn't spend a lot. So what happens if they didn't spend a lot of time on it in practice or in film sessions, right? Because you can't prepare for every inevitable situation. You can't say, well, in the third quarter, after we score a touchdown and get to 22-15, they're going to run a fly sweep on second and nine, you know, from inside their 40. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure they have. That, that, that's, a, that's a tip of the cap to the other team moment. What's, okay. the, what's the great thing we celebrate Andy Reid for? Almost every single week. In his NFL career, innovative. he adds something that okay. you have not seen on film. All right, so so let me ask you this. Could be a this. formation, so, could be a motion. Then how do we blame 
So when you use the That's adage, which play. Ron Rivera has used... Do as we tell you to do. Well, what if they're not telling them, hey, that's, guys, But that's look. one play out of 60 in a football game. I know. I, I know. Okay? The guy falls down. He's on the ground and is allowed to get up and go across field. What if that's a, an effort play. Okay, what go if a player get just, him. What if a player just takes a terrible – like, for instance, Bobby guys McCain take, yes, on the guys third – Guys take terrible angles all the time. You're, right, that's so, so they're not being taught to do that, right? So clearly they're making the mistake, but – they can't simulate everything that's going to happen in practice, right? So how do you simulate, hey, guys, we're going to run a double-fire blitz with Jamin Davis and, 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 and Cole Holcomb on third and 15 from the Detroit uh, from the Washington 22, and the receiver is going to fall down on his ass and then get up and blow past you because you're, like, a, a, you know, steaming downhill and all out of control? Like, I don't know. Like, all of these questions and all of these things – on great teams, whatever you would define great teams as, they seem to get solved. On mediocre, on bad teams, they seemingly have no answer other than to blame the coaches. Let's get to the phones. 301-230-0980. Sabah's got a winning formula. What is it, Sabah? Hey, guys. Always good to catch up with y'all. Um, up, I don't know what the worry is. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, box score from uh, the last game that we played uh, against Philly. I think it was a home. Can't remember, but uh, we had ball with uh, what twenty, thirty seconds to go on the twenty-yard line, and our third-string tight end fell down, and they intercepted the ball, and game was over. I mean, that was Logan Thomas, or the guy just stays there. We win that game. So, you know, with our upgrade, you know, on offense, uh, we should easily win this game. I'm not sure what the, what the big deal is. Our defense is no different than it was last year. We have better wide receivers, and you guys tell me a better quarterback. So, I don't know why everybody's thinking this is going to be a blowout. Am I missing something? Well, I I don't think either one of us think it's going to be a blowout. Number one, I don't I don't think they're going to win because I think they're going to make more mistakes than you're allowed to make against a good team, and I think it's going to come back but to haunt. They were them. the same team as last year. Well, How you, was different than last year? Well, we upgraded. Well, they're about the same, aren't they? Well, well, you you well. Wait, wait. Are you saying the Eagles are the same team, or we, or, or the yeah, Commanders are? They're about are? the same. They added a wide receiver or two. We added two wide receivers. Uh, well, the the Eagles. We, wait, 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 Slow down. Yeah. The the Eagle, okay. the Eagles added James Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, uh, um, uh, ha, um, Hassan Reddick, uh, Jordan uh, is Jordan Davis. God, the the big Georgia tackle, right? Nicobe Dean. I mean, we can't say they're the same team. And Jalen Hurts has, by all accounts, gotten way better, way better. Well, and oh AJ God. Brown. You mean they let the guy actually get better. They gave him a chance to improve. Well, that's impressive. Why I, I, would they do that? I mean, Sabah. I knew where this was heading. I mean, you can't. It's not I mean, heading anywhere. Uh, we we, lo- we love. We hey, love you, but Sabah, you can't compare Taylor Sabah, Heineke to Jordan. We should uh, win can, this game. Can Taylor Heineke play defensive yeah. back? He couldn't play it last year, neither can Carson. Our defense is bad. It's always been bad. Now you guys are finally waking up to it. That's all I'm saying. It's the defense is bad. Wait, now so we didn't we, we didn't about. recognize that last year? year? Are you saying no, we didn't recognize that last year? No, no, no. You like, didn't. Sabah, it was all Sabah, else's. That's what the coaches said. Sabah, you know, yeah. you know, we love you, but you, you're you're making a mistake you. of saying that we blamed it all on Taylor Heineke last year. No, we didn't. We just talked about his shortcomings. We talked about his positives. Talked about his shortcomings. But yeah, when your defense sucks and when it's an absolute mm-hmm. sh- show, 
okay, for different reasons, you damn well Mm -hmm. better have a quarterback that can come back from 14 down or 17 down or 21 down or 22 down or whatever the case might be. You damn well better have that that, that kind of weapon. Yeah, but if the first half last year, last uh, uh, week, I mean, uh, I listened to Cooley on um, on uh, Kevin's podcast. He said that there was people wide open, and those sacks were all on Carson Wentz. He held the ball too long. I I, ag- I agree lead. with Cooley without he watching. He creates his own hole. I agree so, with Cooley. You know, I agree okay, with Cooley. Well, I thought he was supposed to be some elite, you know, whatever. No, no, no. Elite, and, but, you, know, that, you never heard Wilbur that on Rose. this show. You never heard that on this show. You know that. I mean, I know what you're now that he's the reason we can lose games as well. The bit that you're trying to do, you're doing it with the wrong people. Pete and I have never been like, oh, Carson Wentz is the answer to all the problems. Solve everything like they like they propped him up to be. I never once did the Ron Rivera bit. QB one, QB one, all the and the nonsense. I've always been. Hey, look, do I think Taylor Heineke, I mean, do I think he's an upgrade over Taylor Heineke? Yeah, because he's got physical attributes that Taylor Heineke simply doesn't have. And you know that. You admit that on Twitter. You did it last night. Listen, guys, it would look different. It would just look different. He would run around more. He would do more of the short passes. He would get the ball out quickly to the guys and let them do their thing. He wouldn't just rely on the deep bomb. He did, all the he time. did that. He did different. that at times That's last all. year. At times last year. He didn't but how have many? All these how, Sabah, you're right. Yeah. He 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 didn't have Curtis Samuel. He didn't have Jahan right. Dotson. I'm with you right. on that. But he also yeah. he also in the short passing game was inconsistent. How many times did we talk about how he was late on throws? How he was inaccurate on tunnel screens and wide receiver screens and, and bubble no screens? Preseason prep. He was thrown in there. I understand that. But, I mean, it's not like it was a small sample size. It was a 16 – it was a 15-game sample size. I I understand he didn't have line. Here's my bottom line. Whether we win or lose, it is not going to be the quarterback's fault, guys. It's not. It's not going to be. It's going to be our defense and likely special teams. It's not going to be our quarterback's fault. And if we win, it's likely not going to be the quarterback that wins it. Can Taylor Heineke kick? Let's get him in there. I hope so, because then maybe they'll let him play. He may be too short for that, too. I don't know. <laughs> Sabah, thanks. 301-230-0980. That's how you reach us here. Talking about, I'm not even sure what we're talking about after that call, where that went, where it was going. Kenny Galladay's frustrated in New York. We'll let you hear from him. Plus, take more of your calls next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Here's what's trending on the Team 980. Oh, it's me. Yes, indeed, it's me. Wes Schweitzer returning to practice uh, yesterday. That's a good sign after missing all of last week, including the loss in Detroit. And boy, do they need him with Chase Roulier, of course, on IR and expected to miss much of, if not the entire rest of the season. Also good news yesterday for the Commanders. Cam Curl was a full go after being cleared earlier this week. So was Jonathan Allen as they prepare for the Philadelphia Eagles. Sunday at 1, FedEx Field, week 3. The Commanders 1-1, one one, the Eagles 2-0 and oh after the Monday night win over the Vikings. Of course, we'll have a full day coverage beginning at 9 a.m. right here on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app. Meanwhile, up in Boston, how about this? The Celtics in the NBA Finals just a couple of months ago, and now they might be without their second-year head coach, Imi Adoka, for the entire year or maybe a large part of the year. That because... According to ESPN, of an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. Now, the Athletic and Champs Charania has reported it was a due to a relationship with a female front office employee waiting on official word there. And Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury owner Robert Sarver 
Sarver. <clears throat> I'm having trouble with that word, that name. Announcing that he has started the process to sell both franchises and, of course, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver saying thank you, Lord, and also that he fully supports the decision. And that's what's trending. Chris Russell on the cowbell. 301-230-0980. I need a cowbell. <laughs> we need a cowbell. As, as soon as Sabah hits that moment in every call, we got to hit the cowbell. I love Sabah. Let me just point that out. She's awesome. Dr. Sabah has her agenda. She's like um she's like a politician. I would she trust her, her agenda. I would trust her to repair my liver. I don't know if I would trust her to pick my quarterback. Cuz we could win some games with Taylor <laughs> Heineke. That's that's one way to say. We we can we can win some games with Taylor <laughs> Heineke. Just the mental image made me laugh when you said that. I mean, I would trust her. Yeah, I mean, to fix this horrendous body of mine. I can see it now. I, don't <laughs> I can see it now. We're all under anesthesia. She's going to be in there. All right, we're going to fix yeah. his liver, even though he, even though they don't like Taylor Heineke right. as much as I do. I'm hey, still going to fix his liver if without Mar- you know. If Martin Mayhew or Bill Polian, uh, not Bill Polian, um, Marty uh, Herney. Marty Herney, who looks like Bill Polian, uh, gets fired or whacked at the end of the. This season, you know who I don't want Ron to hire as his pseudo GM, but Sabah in, in her, North Carolina. Look, in her defense, though, in her defense, it would it would be cool to see him play with McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel, just to see what it looks like. And you know what? If the offensive line keeps letting Carson get hit like that, we might see it at some point. It's definitely a possibility. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, so far this year. Let's get back to the phones. 301-230-0980, line three. Chris is in Maryland. What's up, Chris? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's up, Chris? Man, How I got you? a headache from your uh, your first caller. Um, I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to follow her and trying to figure out what, what was her point. I mean, I know she her point was to bash Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz wasn't up there blocking Carson. You know, but it's only two games. Like, let's not freak out over two games. Don't forget that Washington has one of the easiest schedules. Give it time to work. You know, let's look around the NFL. The NFL has been so weird this year. Like, there's so many teams that we expected to do good things, like the Bengals 0-2 right now, the Raiders 0-2 right now. And we're making a big deal out of – I mean, you're making a big deal out of losing to the Lions. Everybody knew what the Lions were last year. They knew that they was going to fight. They knew they was going to compete. They knew they have a nasty offensive line. They're going to run the ball down your throat. Look, Philly got lucky with the Lions. You know, like, let's not forget that, too. So, like, um, and I was just, like, the NFL, um, the NFL is so weird. Like, look at Dallas. You know what happened with Dallas? reason why they won? Offensive coordinator called a better game plan. They they u- utilized the running back more, put him in jet motion. They, you, you know, um, offensive coordinator had one good game against Jacksonville where the offense looked good the first half. So Washington just got to play four quarters of good football. They haven't played it yet. Jacksonville, they played two good quarters and got lucky and won that game. And Detroit, they played a quarter and a half of good football offensively. <laughs> so we just got to put together a, 
a full game, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington beat Philly this weekend because Philly, so they so high on their high horse this year. Look at the defensive line. The defensive line, they spent so much money on their defensive line. How many sacks had they produced? Hassan Reddick, I don't think he got a sack this year. They spent all that money on him. Um, I thought Fletcher Cox was overrated. They should have got him out of there. Like, even though that's their strength for their defense, I think Washington's going to give Philly chaos in there um, because, like, yeah, Slay had a good coverage against Jeffries. Uh, to me, I think he owned Jeffries. Jeffries is not that fast of a wide receiver. Washington got three, four, four fast wide receivers. Then they can throw the ball out of the backfield with your running back. I think this week it's going gonna, it's gonna to shock a lot of people, and then we're not going to have this talk about Carson Wynn next week. I think that's a really strong call, Pete. I mean, there's some very, very, very strong points there from Chris. Uh, one thing I will just say, Fletcher Cox has got a sack and a half through two games. I mean, I don't think he's washed up, number one. Yeah, I just... Um, but, but, but to your point, right, they have... Justin Jefferson is really good, but I don't know if he's jitterbug quick off the line of scrimmage like Jahan Dotson is, and maybe even Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. And that's one way they can hurt them. There's no doubt. Chris, appreciate the call, pal. More of your calls next final hour. The show is coming up. We'll get to Kenny Galladay's comments. Even though the Giants are 2-0, and there's a little trouble in paradise with at least one of their guys. Can't imagine Kenny Galladay is going to be in big blue uh, much longer. Lots of good calls coming up. We'll get some uh, see some good stuff on the screen. We'll get to you next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.